Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. This week we'll be talking about the smart grid. Last week I talked about the Internet of Things, or IoT. This encompasses all kinds of devices that are connected to the Internet. Much of this movement toward interconnected devices and sensors has a lot of its foundation in the smart grid. But first, I want to thank today's sponsor, Squarespace. Squarespace is constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better support. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to build a website, but I have. It's very time-consuming, and, well, there's a lot of design that comes into it. Squarespace has taken all of the hard work out of it. There's plenty of templates and designs to choose from, and you can customize them however you want. You can create anything from a professional business site to a portfolio to even an e-commerce site where you can sell goods and services. It starts at just $8 a month and it includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. I highly recommend checking them out. So start a trial today with no credit card required and start building your e-commerce site or any other site today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code TECHTALKER and get 10% off. And you'll also help support this episode in the process. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Okay, the smart grid is another one of those buzzwords that's been thrown around a lot. For starters, the grid is short for electrical grid. This is what distributes electricity across the United States to houses, businesses, and well, pretty much everywhere else. Today, the grid is at best quite fragile. If a piece of it breaks, say when your power lines go down, power is lost. Generally, it's up to you to report the outage to your utility provider. The smart grid aims to change that. Its goal, among other things, is to be more resilient and reactive to changes as they happen. So you might be asking yourself, Tech Talker, why are you talking about it in this podcast? Well, it's probably safe to say that almost every electrical device you use throughout your day was either charged by the grid or is currently using energy from the grid. It powers almost everything electrical, and without it, all tech we know and love would be shut off. If you have a generator, of course, that might not be true. But for most of us, it's a matter of no grid, no power. The smart grid, like the Internet of Things, is a pretty catch-all term for the upgrades that are being made throughout portions of the current U.S. electrical grid. Why? Because the U.S. Department of Energy says so. Their research shows that modernization is needed and the current system is both outdated and reaching its limits. Right now, the United States is broken up into three main sectors, East, West, and Texas. These have backbones of high-voltage lines that distribute power across each sector. The lines are then split up and brought down into lower voltages. This happens until the power you need reaches your house. Okay, now trust me, there's a lot more to it than that, obviously. But the bottom line is that electricity gets created and then distributed. The smart grid adds a lot to this process while also organizing and streamlining it so that power goes where it is intended. A smart grid helps balance demand for electricity across multiple lines during different times of the day. This allows the grid to be flexible during peak usage, and it allows it to conserve energy at low usage times, like at night. The smart grid would have the ability to turn off high-usage devices momentarily, such as air conditioners, in order to protect against spikes and to level out transmission. This greater efficiency leads to lower prices and happier customers. But before I continue, I want to thank our sponsor, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to build your own professional website, e-commerce site, or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code TECHTALKER. 
That's offer code TechTalker. This leads me to my next point. The smart grid would allow control over grid-enabled devices that would shut down in times of peak demand. For now, this seems like an opt-in only feature. When available, energy companies give customers reduced prices if they allow for their devices to be turned off remotely. This control comes down to the individual meter level, to something called a smart meter. These meters track and record data and can also communicate with energy companies to relay information. So it's really the smart meters that give the grid its intelligence. Each meter acts as a sensor on the grid that can send back real-time information. This information can be used to effectively balance the load, determine outages, and even redirect flow to protect against surges. This all sounds pretty slick when you get down to it. Cheaper energy, higher efficiency, more reliability. But this comes at the expense of information gathering from devices and in some cases, your appliances. If this is something you're concerned about, I wouldn't be too worried just yet. As I mentioned before, as of now, this is something you'd have to opt in to be a part of. However, I see this as a trend progressing as time goes on. Naturally, when we talk about advanced topics like this one, security is an issue. In this case, it's a valid concern. In fact, the smart grid is or would be a major target for hackers. All of these advanced systems that control the smart grid are also prime targets for terrorists or others looking to take down large portions of the United States and its infrastructure. This means that security surrounding these systems has to be locked tight. Now don't worry, we'll be watching and keep you updated on the progress. With that, here are your five quick and dirty tips about the smart grid so you'll know what it means when you hear about it or read about it in the media. 1. The smart grid uses smart meters and other sensors to act as the nervous system in order to gather information. 2. This information gathering for the smart grid has brought up privacy concerns that your energy usage habits will be used by the government and by large corporations. 3. As more aspects of the grid get smart, the greater the target it becomes for hackers. 4. The smart grid is not one specific thing, rather it's the combination of many different types of interconnected devices and systems. 5. Keep an eye out for smart grid devices and programs offered by your energy company if you want to become a part of the smart grid movement. This can potentially save you quite a bit of money on your energy bill. Now, if you want to do some more research on this yourself, I've posted a bunch of links to get you started in the show notes for today's episode. They are extremely interesting, and if you like this episode, I think you'll really like these links. Okay, guys, I've been getting a lot of requests for explanatory topics such as this. However, if you have a question about your day-to-day tech, including apps, DIY stuff, or even a roundup of crazy questions, don't be shy, send them my way. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. 